put jewels on it. Who want it? All right, everybody. Welcome to the first Ride TV podcast. Uh, I want to welcome my first guests on the podcast, uh, Stephen Corey from Track or Die. Uh, welcome, guys. What's up, guys? What's up? Um, I just want to address this right away that uh, this is the first podcast. I want to thank you guys for watching. I know I said I would do this probably, I think, what did I say? Like August, I started talking about this. Actually forever ago. Yeah, we t a long time ago. I put it on Instagram and everything, and a bunch of people have hit me up asking me about it because there's been other ones that have started since. And uh, it's just been hard. I, I work a regular job. It's our fault. These guys work a job. I've been trying to get them in it's here. It's Steve's fault, actually. Yeah. I wanted them first because they were the first people to be on the vlog. So I wanted you guys to be the first ones on the Fuck podcast. Steve too. for having a family. Yeah. yeah. Kids, Ruining everything. Making new ones. So hopefully this goes well and we can get more guests on here. So, um, you know. It's cool. A bunch of people hit me up. and like, oh, you guys said you're going to start the podcast. And there are a bunch of other ones now. I'm like... Cares and like everybody should be doing as much as they can. You know what I mean. I'm all for it. So uh, track or die podcast. You guys should start one. <laughs> I'm for anybody doing as much because you know, I love doing shit like this. So you know, this is just this for me. This is side shit. Ride TV is completely like a side thing. I have a, a really busy. I work on a podcast already, and uh, it's super busy. The stuff I have to do for that. So it's it's hard to find time to be able to do the ride TV stuff and my normal job. So it's definitely a balance. Uh, and I want to thank you guys for watching and being part of the ride TV, and uh, you guys too. You guys, Thanks, you guys have been around Thanks, the beginning, man. supporting. Yeah, so we try and help you out with how much you break your fucking bike, which is a lot every day. Yes. <laughs> Every it's, week. it's unbelievable how much I break. Every it day might be a stretch, but every week is not. It is every, literally every there. other day is not a stretch. It's, you know. Yeah, it's like it's probably I got it a couple weeks on, three months off, yep. just straight up. Yep, yep. So currently in pieces. Yeah, it's currently in pieces again. All right, so let's just get started. Um, the way this podcast is going to be, I'm going to try to do mostly interview style stuff with uh, as many people that I can get on here. So um, we're going to start with you guys. And who are you and where you're from? What are you guys? What is Track or Die? Why don't you give me a quick uh, quick bio? Looking at me? You take the lead. Well, I'll I guess. I'll come in strong on the end. Where do you want to start? A little bit about us? Yeah, what's, what, what is Track or Die? Let everybody know who, who doesn't know what Track or Die is, what is Track or Die? Well, Track or Die is, it was started with a friend of ours um, a while back, um, doing specifically tracker parts, and it's become a hell of a lot more than that to the point where I don't even know, we don't even really do trackers anymore. It's more Dyna parts and Sportster parts, and I don't know, that part kind of fell by the wayside to an extent. Um, to where now, you know, we do more of your standard, like, Dyna, like, wheelie guys, doing a lot of baggers lately. Um, we, I mean, really, we just, we'll do anything that comes through the door. We're not picky, you know what I mean? But you as just far really as the, expanded yeah. from just being specifically yeah. tracker bikes to any any type of bike. Both really. of us yeah. have grown up in, like, this scene and grew up in the motorcycle world. And, you know, we have no bias towards anything except if it's not a fucking Harley too much of a pain in the ass to work on. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some bikes at your shop that weren't Harleys. Yeah, they're a nightmare, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> and they sit. Um, yeah, and a they little sit. bit. <laughs> but, I mean, we both grew up in this, you know, and we kind of, we just really have a passion for working on motorcycles and doing what we do, and we'll do anything that comes to the door, really. I mean, fuck, dude, we've done some wild shit in the past couple of years that aren't just trackers, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Don't let the name fool you, you know? Yeah. So what are you guys working on now? 
Anything specific you guys on? <laughs> Besides my bike? On. Where should I start? How long you got? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, any, uh, so what, what, what are your plans with Tracker Die? Like, what is the direction you guys are trying to move in? And like, what is the image you guys are trying to portray to people and stuff like that? I'd say we kind of, the lines along we're going is kind of what we're intending to do. I mean, 2018, we're planning to step things up to a certain extent. Um, Steve and I just found out the other day we got approved for our new building. Yep. Slight down the way, about double at least the size of what we're in right now. So we're trying to get more on the events and doing more with people, rides and, you know, bike nights and this, that and the other and really trying to get like more of a community going down where we're at because there's so many people in that area that really have always wanted to do stuff with us and that have always asked us when we're going to do this and do that and do this and do that. And like with the way our shop is set up, it never really worked. So now going into 2018, mid-January into February, we're moving in a new spot and getting that set up to where we feel comfortable bringing people in and showing them what we're doing and showing them, you know, what we have going on. And uh, a lot of this year is going to be a lot of that trying to do fun shit, man. Nice. So how did you guys get into motorcycles and shit like that? Um, for me, I, fuck, my dad put me on, he put me on an XR70 when I was about six and he'd always had Harleys and he had dirt bikes and he had, it was very off-road oriented like my growing up. So I, I raced moto until I was, I want to say 17, 18, I had to get a real job and had to be responsible, sold both my bikes, got out of that for a while um, everyone's going to say that they didn't, but I had a fucking Honda on the street at one point. Everybody starts there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Shit's lame, but fuck, I did it, you know? And I had one of those, moved on to a Sportster. I always, I grew up with a mechanical background. I didn't go to school for any of this shit. I didn't, I learned as I went. My dad taught me a lot. Um, so I always had the do-it-yourself mentality and just ran with it and, I ended up doing my own thing when I was introduced through a good friend of ours to Steve and Steve was helping another friend of ours with some projects that got overwhelming for him. So Steve and I stepped in and took over the project and fuck, here we are. And as far you know as what's funny is literally everything you said about your upbringing and getting into motorcycles, complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> so weird story about me. My dad is a stuntman, grew up around, grew up around dirt bikes, but never had my own. So... His dad's Always, MacGyver. Yeah, my dad was the stunt double for MacGyver. Really? Yeah. For real? You want yeah. to see the resemblance? Yeah. I've never, uh, never known. That's a real thing? Yeah. That's real. <laughs> I've never known that. Real That's shit. Real. That's cool. Yeah, for real. But Amongst uh, other things, <clears throat> but mainly MacGyver. I used to watch that show when I was little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, I didn't. It was a little bit out of my era, but. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah. So I grew up, <laughs> my dad doing wheelies up our street, and like, I'm like, dad, when are we going to get me a dirt bike? And he's like, you save up the money for the gear, I'll buy you a dirt bike. Well, it never happened, whatever. It wasn't that big of a deal. So I would try to jump on whatever I could um, and uh, always took stuff apart. I was always like kind of the MacGyver mentality, like take stuff apart, build something. Uh, and then, I don't know, I saw funny thing. I was watching TV, MMI commercial came on, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to motorcycle school. So I went, and um, yeah, and then, I don't know. I've been in a ton of shops, like yeah. probably six, seven. Tell them about the good one. Eight. Tell them. What? Tell them about your oh. claim to fame, dog. 
I used to work at West Coast Choppers. I, I, that was one of the questions <laughs> on my list here, and I was going to ask you about that. Like, what what's it, what was it like working at West Coast well, Choppers? And I stuff mean, like honestly, that? so I, when I got out of school, didn't really know what I wanted to do. <clears throat> knew I wanted to, I don't know. I, I had a bunch of different ideas in my head. Like, even at school, they ask you what you want to do, and I was like, I don't. Honestly, I don't yeah. know. You're like, like uh, we'll just see where where I end yeah. up. So Most of those motherfuckers don't even end up working on motorcycles. No, after no, they get no. I I have a bunch of friends that one guy went back to the oil fields and he's like, I can't I can't make twelve bucks an hour, you know. I had so, a friend that went there in, <clears throat> in Florida and he can't went back when I lived in Massachusetts. Went back to Massachusetts, started working for like a cable company or something right away. Yeah, was, yeah, most people don't. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, when I started, <clears throat> it was ten bucks an hour and. I was doing all the grunt work and yeah. it was just not at Harley. It was whatever. Yeah. At Harley. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I worked at Harley, uh, I quit Harley cause it was ridiculous. And, uh, <clears throat> one of the guys that I work with, he owned a West coast chopper and I had never seen one. So he rode up on it. I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah. And I wasn't really into that style, but I was like, this thing's crazy. Like it's all, you know, really well, well made and just, I don't know. At that time, it was like crazy performance parts that you did not see on your chop, you know, typical chopper, whatever. Yeah. So I asked him, I'm like, hey, like, do you have any ends in there? Like, can you get me in the door? And he was like, oh, yeah, let me make a call. And then it was like a week I had my job. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was rad. But anyway, what I was going to say is uh, I owe everything, like where I'm at today, what I know, everything from that place, because it was it was like taking the best of every aspect of that world and just being involved putting them all yeah. in one building and just learning so much just, just watching could, people you yeah know? i could walk over and 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 watch hot dog paint i'd sit and watch him paint for hours yeah and um and just seeing for all the you, for talent. those of you who don't know he paints all san diego customs bikes now and yeah. fucking crushes it yeah yeah amazing paints amazing yeah he does so. more than just that but that's what most of you will recognize his work on and he yeah. fucking kills it yeah he's he's awesome but uh Everybody from just everybody I know now is all from West Coast Choppers. So. Started from back there. It's yeah. crazy how many people that we deal with on a relatively normal basis that were working there at some point or another. Yeah. Fucking I can imagine. Everybody. I can imagine. I mean, out here in California, I mean, I grew up in the East Coast. So seeing it, I, I saw that stuff on TV. That's how I knew yeah. about all that stuff. Oh, and you it guys just... had, what's his face? Fucking, what's those? Tuttle's dog? Those were your yeah. guys' boys over there. Yeah, yeah that Ooh. wasn't quite in my area but you know <laughs> <laughs> but you know seeing that stuff I, I can imagine i mean that's all you really i mean i know there was other things going on but like that was what you saw the most of so i can imagine there was just such a big hub out here for that i, mean, I wasn't it, even down here in that era i i moved down here fuck about six seven years ago because you're from reno right yeah and, and where where were you originally from i'm originally from like santa clarita the yeah. valley i was born in van nuys so okay but so I didn't, you know, fuck. Steve's a little bit older than I am, so yeah, I was he was say. working there when I was in fucking high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I came down here after that fucking that was whole way gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Steve's been doing this a lot longer, and I in a, in a professional sense, he's been doing this a lot longer than I have. We've been doing it for a similar amount of time. Just he's been actually wrenching on the things. We got a fucking what seven year difference between mm-hmm. us. So he's been doing it in a professional aspect for significantly longer than i have but uh it's still fucking crazy yeah yeah i can imagine and then that's right we, now what happened uh you know with that because he he you know 
packed up went to austin or was that yeah, he, was that towards the end of it and then it was towards the end yeah and i was i was at the tail end of that whole deal yeah so um i just i don't know i i boomerang back there a couple times just because of having kids and i was driving from santa clarita to long beach every day and it was ridiculous but um <clears throat> yeah i just i i boomerang back a couple times and then the last time uh we had a big meeting and just got laid off so um he wanted to go his own route so i went in you know yeah shook his hand and said thank you for the opportunity whatever yeah. and he's like hey man it's nothing against you he's like i'm just tired of everybody being able to have a piece of what i've built on something that i don't like and he's yeah. like i just i'm i'm done i'm just i'm done with it so yeah it was all good you know left yeah. and he's like if there's anything else you know anything down the line i'll give you a call he's like i always ha like having you around Mm -hmm. You know, you got a lot of talent, whatever. So hearing that from Jesse was it was cool. Yeah. So motherfuckers cool some guns. Huh? I know. Yeah, hey, let's get some Jesse. guns. Those guns are <laughs> if, nice. if you're listening, I yeah, mean one of those guns. Damascus guns. Yeah. guns, they're tight. For sure. Um were you ever on the show on TV or anything like that? No, it was that was I was way after, after that, that stuff. Yeah, that was all like all the motorcycle mania stuff. That was yeah. all three years but, before I even showed up. I know everyone's dying to know. <clears throat> he did meet Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I Ooh. did. Oh yeah. Cause, cause it was his wife at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Super didn't nice. they, didn't she live in, didn't they live in Long Beach at the time? Yeah. Yeah. I think in Seal Beach. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Super nice lady. She seems like she's probably, yeah. I know she's, everyone was thinking rad. that. Yeah. I had to let him know. I, I actually <laughs> wasn't even thinking about that, but you know, now you are. No, I am. You're welcome. <laughs> I've thought about that before, though, when I first moved here. Like, oh, yeah, Jesse James lives here, and, and Sandra Bullock probably lives here. I think because I was right in the beginning or right before they broke up or some shit like that. So, you know, I was a young uh, East Coaster, wide-eyed mm -hmm. East Coaster in the oh, West yeah. Coast. <laughs> Coming out here and experiencing everything it has to offer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, hold on. Let me get my fucking list of shits here. So let's just uh, keep on moving here. So I wanted to ask you guys there's a lot of this some of these questions though are from probably a couple months ago tight i like it so like the one we like, can build on it. It's fine. It. Yeah, like the new harley models is probably not such a hot topic anymore you know hated them kind of like them now really yeah. still ugly kind of like them though yeah, yeah. i like them I, I, mean, I don't give a fuck i rode it they're rad yeah it's fun to so, ride i like yo, just like riding bikes i don't give a fuck honestly Fuck the Dyna soft tail things. Whatever. Y'all can have those. I'm trying to buy a 2018 Road Glide. Yeah. Sign me up. That's what I'm talking about. Now, everybody's like the Dyna Wave. It's a couple of years. I see a lot of dudes that were on the Dyna Wave starting to look at the baggers. So Everyone's what you... realizing that baggers are fucking dope. Yeah. I, I think they are because I want a fucking Road Glide. I want a Road Glide for so a daily. Tight. Yeah. So bad. I want yeah. one. But, awesome. So what do you think? What do you think about like the direction of the sport and, and this whole like dyno wheelie thing uh you know sportster tracker thing and dude i don't know i'm surprised it got as big as it did if it'd be honest i i am too honestly yeah it's kind of a little Social it's, media is it's, crazy, it, man. it's a very niche yeah. very niche thing so it would have never gotten that way if it wasn't for social media so no, social I agree. media is fucking yeah. nuts yeah you know but it it's hard to say what's going to happen with it because i don't think anyone ever expected it to get to the point that it's at you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I hard think to say. Surprised. <laughs> what do you think about the whole scene as it is now, like with kids getting like sponsorships and it's fucking crazy. It's weird, yeah. right? I feel like a lot of companies are just they just 
it's, it's weird for me because I've been in the BMX kind of industry and it's like the same kind of idea. Like you ride for a company and get sponsored. See, and, but on and that whatever. aspect, it's the same shit as like it was for me growing up racing moto. Yeah. It's like now it's different. I'm not saying the people that are sponsored suck. Not by any means. No. But like it's more about how much Instagram weight you carry rather than your actual talent nowadays uh, I would, in my opinion i mean i would agree like, that i would agree with that it used to be like like riding motocross like if you weren't fucking winning races you weren't good if you weren't the top of your fucking shit you weren't getting things like yep. you had to be fucking good you had to be good and now if you post like a creative fucking video and you're able to get some people some sales which like i'm not hating on it we use that you know yeah. it is what yeah. it is but it's a lot more media-based marketing based than it is talent based nowadays and it's all more it's more about like for anybody who's watching and wants to do that shit you need to be good like you obviously need to know what you're doing they're not gonna just give it to anybody but like you need to know how to fucking yeah i mean yeah to an extent (laughs) but you need to know how to like carry yourself and you need to know how to push yourself out there to Mm -hmm. be able to get what they need you know what i mean that's more about what it is now i 100 percent agree i tell i tell people this all the time it's 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 about talent, but it's more about how marketable you are. It's how exactly. it's how you push yourself, how many it's how many followers you have and stuff like that. But I even see companies sponsoring kids that aren't that good and that don't have any followers. And it's just it's weird to see that they just have a couple videos on Instagram and stuff like that. It should be a little more selective in my opinion, because I see dudes that aren't that can do stuff but just aren't as talented as other people that, that I know that ride. That, right. that that should be getting hooked up. But at the same time, you know, if you have a big follow, big following, like it's, it, it's stupid for a company not to want to sponsor you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because for yeah. them, it's just it's marketing. You give a kid, you That's know, some free where, parts, you know, and he has a if he has a bigger following than your company does, it's like why wouldn't you want to do that? I right. mean, like back in the day, it used to be you put your money into you know marketing on a fucking billboard or a fucking magazine or something, and now your marketing money goes to sending people parts. Yeah, exactly. Really, I mean, that's yeah. where you know we don't have a fucking marketing budget, but if we did, it would go to that. You yeah, know what exactly. Because I, mean? <laughs> I mean, like, why wouldn't you want to have the kid with fifty thousand followers and getting all the views? You know what I mean? Running your parts, right? Than, than just some kid that's really good but has I mean, eight hundred you know, followers and as you know from your other podcasts, it's fucking dude like. YouTube channel and social media means it's crazy. a fucking lot. Yeah, it's crazy because in this motorcycle industry, people don't get it. In the other industry, it's kind of funny to tell people on the motorcycle thing, but I'm in like the hip-hop industry in a way where my friend has a pretty popular podcast in the hip-hop like world or whatever, and I just do filming and stuff for him and, and just editing and stuff like that. But just the stuff I see, it's just crazy how big people can get. And in that industry... The amount of money that they can make, it's unbelievable just seeing these young ass kids and all in and in the BMX industry is what's what what I came up doing is filming BMX stuff. And that industry too, there are companies that have to sponsor kids because they have such a big like they they might they're good at riding BMX. But there are kids that are way better than riding BMX than them. But they have such a big Instagram following, such a big YouTube following. It's just like they, you can't not sponsor them. They have to be sponsored. They need their own signature frame because yeah. that kid has such a big following, has a bigger following than it. most of the companies. You know what I mean? So at the just, end of the day, yeah, I mean companies who aren't gonna who aren't gonna adapt to that model and who aren't gonna take that over aren't gonna be around. Yeah, you know, for the next ten years because who knows what the fuck's gonna happen? This has all happened in what the past. 
couple of years. It's happened less, pretty fast. Less than five years that yeah. this shit is like blown up the way it has. And I, I, I just straight up tell people, you know what I mean? Like, if for me this is a side project, but you know, a lot of companies or a lot of people in general have taken because I, I've straight up told people, hey, you know, just do this. And now they're start. I'm starting to see people that are doing yeah. it. And it's taking some time, and people are doing their own their own videos. Yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't happen overnight. It's just no, like anything yeah. else. And they're they're starting to do it, and and I tell people, you know, if you're doing videos, do your videos, whatever. You might not get a lot of views. Yeah, it might it, just, just keep doing it, doing it keep plugging away happen. because one day it might it might yeah. take off. And you know what I mean? It might not, the results might not be there yet, but you never know what's going to happen. And everybody sees it happen every day. It all it takes is for one thing to go fucking viral, and you're and that's you know that's and, it. That's and for a lot you, of these guys, I mean? they're trying to make it. You know, a lot of these guys like you guys. You know what I mean? It's 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 a company you could put behind some of the stuff you want to do. You know right. what I mean? And if you just get back there and just, it, it's good for your company. You know what I mean? It's just going to propel yeah. you guys and your company into a, it's just another way. It's free. It's free marketing in my opinion. You know what I mean? Just yeah. get out there and then just, yeah. just whatever. You well, know? cause the nice thing about it is there's no, like Instagram doesn't, you don't have to pay to be on Instagram. You don't, don't have, to, have anything. to pay to be on Instagram. So nope. you're, the amount of content you can have out there is endless. Yeah. And that's one thing that like we, we were just talking about on the way up here is that we need to like kind of step up on is like the amount of shit that we're actually doing. That's like original content for us. We do it, but we don't do it to the point where we should be. And yeah. even someone like us, we're talking about it and we need to step our game up on that end of things. And yeah. that's one of our big things in 2018 too, is getting more of that out there. Cause you can grow and you can grow and you can grow. But when you, you know, if you're not putting out something like that, you're limiting yourself. And that's yeah. something that we, We've had many other things on our plate and haven't had the chance to focus. You know, it's a two-man team with our little homie helping us. And, uh, you know, we don't always have time for all that shit. Yep. And some stuff, it falls by the wayside sometimes. I, I, but one of the big things this year is that. And, you know, there's going to be a lot more stuff coming out with us, with you, with a few of our other buddies. Doing a lot more filming, a lot more original stuff. And trying yeah. to do some shit to break the mold a little bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what you guys need to be doing. That's what everybody really needs to be doing if they want to exactly. stay relevant, honestly. Like, you can stay relevant as a motorcycle uh, company or a repair shop or whatever. No problem without all that like crazy social media marketing and stuff like that. But I just think that it can really propel any company to be oh, for sure. way bigger than it, than it should, you know, just just doing a normal. 100%. So I'm really I'm really all for that, you know, because I'm just a video nerd. I love doing stuff like this. Obviously, I do this. I like motorcycles, and I just I'm like, oh, I'll just start doing video stuff with motorcycles. Why not? I got nothing else to do. You know what I mean? Like, I do. And look at make, you now. Yeah, just now we're just doing a podcast over here. So, yeah. um, all right. So, yeah, we actually covered most of the the stuff I wanted to really talk about. Quick. Um, not too bad, right? Good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are good. What else you guys wanna? You guys have anything else you guys wanna say? Like what? What's what? Uh, future builds or anything? Or do you have any plans for the summer? Um, what's, well, what's going on? Next big thing for us is Milwaukee. We'll be out at Mama Tried, slinging some goods, partying, hanging out, yeah. having a good time. Never miss that one. If any of you can make it, make it. It's a fucking blast. That's, that's the one. Um, we're gonna be building the Dyna. Yeah. An old school Dyna, 99, first year twin cam. We got some good things in store for that. That's going to be the same, but very, very fucking different than a lot of shit that's out right now. Yeah. That we have some, you know, pretty good ideas and tricks up our sleeve on. We need to work out a lot of it, but there's, you know, the ball's rolling on that. Um, otherwise, fuck, man. Moving to this new shop, setting up the space, and we're just going to see what happens. Now, how come you guys haven't had, like, really put too much into like a race team or anything like that uh do the whole tracker thing from the beginning no fucking time man yeah, yeah. 
That's the problem. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Because guess who's going to go race? <laughs> Me. Steve doesn't want to. Yeah. He doesn't want to get hurt. Understandable. I was doing it, and I had time, and, you know, I was making time. And yeah. then with everything on the shop end of things taken off, um, you know, just never had time to go do it anymore. And I really need to get, st- like, we were just talking with the homie Ravi who helps us out. He, you know, got a line on a bike, so I'm going to try and get him one built, and I'm going to try and get me one built, and at least go out and have fun. Fuck, just take some yeah. pictures. Yeah, uh, like, what, do you, what do you think about that whole thing? Because uh, on, on a personal note, I think, it, I mean, it's fun. It's fun to ride around the track, but... I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to sound like a dick and everybody might get mad at me saying this, but I think it's fucking boring as hell to dude. watch, dude. I can't You're even not, fucking yeah. stand watching it. I race it and I think it's kind you of You know what I mean? Like everybody's honest. all into it and I know it's like, I know it's fun Here's as fuck thing. to ride it with your friends. That, yeah. That's awesome. But I think as a spectator sport, it's not that fucking no, great. But when it's you're terrible. actually riding it, it's, terrible. it's fucking <laughs> no, like sidecar racing, rad. That's Yo, rad. We should build one of those. Speedway is rad. That's cool. Flat we should build a eh. fucking sidecar. Now, what do you what do you think about all these guys? Which also another thing is fucking boring as hell to watch. Uh, the GP racing up there, the track, because that seems super fun to me. I want to do that on an actual sport bike. Yeah, like call me, yeah, old fashioned, okay. whatever. <laughs> I think it'd be super fun on a Harley. I really want to do it on a sport bike. Um, I would love to fucking do it on a Harley. Yeah. I don't know that I would, you know. Maybe when ours is done, we'll take it out there and go try it out and see how it works. But I'm not building it geared towards specifically that. Yeah. But I think it's fucking tight what everyone's doing and like kind of cross marketing everything and like yeah. crossover it like you know all the crossovers, all the dudes ripping the canyons like a fucking sport bike. I think that shit's dope. I think yeah. that's dope too. Cool. Uh, that that National Motors that dude. Uh, Me personally scares the fuck out of me. I don't trust those tires enough to do that, but scary. Watching that dude guys, is scary, crazy. but it's awesome. It's like that to me it. is the best shit yeah. to watch. You know what I mean? It's fun and all fun those too. East coast guys, like the whole Harley thing for me, the only thing that really, that really excites me is like watching those East coast dudes. Cause they're just fucking ripping on the down. streets. Right. They're not ripping in a parking lot. They're not fucking training. They're just fucking out there having fun. Like that's what really got me. That's what it's about. Into it. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, these dudes are just fucking ripping. And I I love that shit. You know what I mean? And seeing those dudes ride the canyons and stuff like that, they're just just going out there ripping. They don't give a fuck. You know? They just, there's no, it's fucking crazy. All risk, no reward. And I kind (laughs) of like that. Some reward. (laughs) Well, you know, you have balls of steel and bragging rights, but. If you don't eat shit, there's a lot of reward. But if you do, (laughs) but I mean, shit happens. You know what it is? But I don't know. Like, We'll see what happens when we're done with ours and how, you know, everything comes out. Maybe we'll take that fucker out to the track and see. Should have a pretty big motor in it, so it should be fast. I want to take mine to the track. It just never runs long enough to fucking... You might make it a lap, maybe. Yeah. Or I'm, something I'm, That, out. too, I'll fucking get out there and I'll fucking blow it up fucking first fucking straightaway. Shit, it might be blown up already. Who knows? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we haven't gone that far yet. <laughs> Sounds like it is from what you guys told me, so... Oh, fuck. I hope not. Yeah, me too. All right, well, we're going to keep it short and sweet. We're not going to fucking, we're not going to drag it out and talk about nothing unless we uh, got anything else we want to talk about. Or... I mean, if some motherfuckers want to hear us fucking come on here and talk again, we can, but yeah, I think we're this is pretty a good, fucking boring, so. I think this is a good start, and I think uh, people that listen to it can uh, give us, give some us feedback. A, some feedback of what, you know, what they want to hear. Uh, would love to have you guys back on again. Uh, sure. Love to any other companies or whatever hearing this would love to have you on too. So just hit me up on Instagram or whatever. And uh, I want to thank you guys for watching. I want to thank you guys for uh, coming out. You guys want to shout anyone out on here or nah, fuck them. My only, dog Ravi. Yeah, only person who deserves a shout out is Ravi. Yeah. And my actual dog Hades. Yeah. 
She deserves Hades a shout out too. Rad. She holds it down in the shop on a daily. Yeah. So Ravi, I love you're Ravi. watching this. You're the man. Our other homies, you know. You know who you are. Yeah, you, you guys know. know. Yeah. We don't like you that much, so we're not gonna say yeah. your names. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got time to list them all. All right, guys, thank you very much, and uh, hit us up in the comments. Let me know what you want to hear, what you want to see, who you want to get on here. If you want to get someone on here, go spam their Instagram page and tell them to be on the Ride TV podcast. Love you. Bye.